Welcome back into the Coach Steve show where we're going to talk about that ugly Illinois game that just happened, literally just happened, Illinois losing 673-60 to the Northwestern Wildcats up in Evanston, Illinois. Illinois basketball just is still on this downhill skid and cannot get out of their own way. So we're just going to quickly recap the Illinois basketball game from tonight. Uh, Like and subscribe to YouTube channel. Follow and rate on Apple and iTunes. Follow me at Coach underscore Steve72 on Twitter, all that good stuff. Leave a comment in the comment section down below, all the good stuff. Um, we are literally 20-so half hour away from or removed from the Illinois game. They Maybe it was time to panic a hair after the Missouri game. I didn't think so, but we're getting close. Um, and what I mean by that is just how Illinois played tonight inconsistently, but we'll we'll talk about that. Um, big takeaways from this game. Now that I've had some time to think about it for a half hour or so, Illinois is just very, very inconsistent in what they do. Um, tonight there was a lot of flashing moments of them looking like a basketball team where um, I talked about when you watch them on offense and you see them stand around and they don't do anything like the guy to watch dribbling. It's like I watch my freshman basketball team play. That's exactly what they look like when they're out there playing. They like to stand. They like to dribble. They like to stand there and watch and wait for somebody to t- kind of bail them out. Illinois doesn't have Trent Frazier. They don't have Io DeSumo. They don't have Kofi Coburn to try to bail them out. So when you're watching Illinois play, that's what happens. But then you see moments where they went on their spurt when they were up 37 to 33, I believe, where you saw a lot of dribble handoffs. They were running around. And as the dribble handoffs go around, then you saw people screening away. You saw people cutting to the basket. They got downhill. They were able to go up to hit a layup or they were able to kick out and try to get a shot. Or they would miss, you know, a contested layup. Somebody would come in and get the rebound and make it. Illinois is athletic enough to do those type of things. They just don't do it consistently. And why does this happen? Well, I think there was a couple reasons for this. One, they are a young basketball team. We are very used to, over the past couple years, after Coach Underwood has built this team up from recruiting and building this team up, I think as Illinois fans, we are very used to just coming in and doing all these things that we've been accustomed to seeing them do. Now it's almost like he's starting over with the exception of a few transfers. So things are almost starting over for us. Even though they're ranked high, they're athletic, you know, these four-star, five-stars, or whatever they are, they are there. But they have to get used to Coach Underwood. They have to get used to his system. And I think just with things going bad, I think he is making changes in practice, but whether they're – they may not be transferring over to a game. The other thing we're starting to see is the three-pointers. We like to think that we're this big three-point shooting juggernaut, and we're just not – We're just not. Illinois' three points was 8 of 28. 8 of 28. They took a lot of contested threes. The fadeaway threes, which make no sense, that percentage is 28.6%. And then, Illinois, being a young team that they are, they're playing like freshmen. They're not playing like a team. They fouled a lot tonight. Regardless of where we think they were fouls, not fouls, I didn't think a lot were fouls. Tonight, they were just not moving their feet. When they someone drives by them, they like to swipe. 
And maybe this is why Coach Underwood was switching. Remember the big complaints, especially during Missouri, is that the defense was switching all the time? Well, the past two games, you haven't seen them switching a lot. They're fighting over the screens. When they fight over the screen and someone stays down, that becomes a mismatch. That team gets downhill like Illinois should, and we like to reach foul. That's what's been happening with Illinois. That's exactly why I think Coach Underwood was switching because he sees things in practice that we don't see. Now, I personally don't like switching unless it's certain situations. Uh, you can switch dribble handoffs. You can switch anything like that. Like from coaching basketball, that's what I found has worked, been the most effective. Um, it, you don't want to switch everything. And we foul. So tonight, Northwestern shot 30. They were 32 of 40 on free throws. Illinois was 6 of 10. So, Northwestern, 32 of their points were from at the free throw lane. Free throw line. You're going to win every single basketball game. You could put them against any team that's ranked ever. And if they get to the line 40 times and make 32 of them, they're going to win the basketball game. Now, I'm sitting here complaining about Illinois. Northwestern played very, very tough. Very, very tough. Um, They got 26 defensive rebounds. Um, They forced Illinois into 15 turnovers. They only had 17 fouls. Their largest lead was 15 points. They just played really, really tough. Their three-pointers weren't the greatest either. Some of them came down late in the game when they were ICN. They were just chucking up shots because they wanted to run the, the, the clock out, the game out. Coach Underwood is trying to change everything. You see him wearing the coat again. They're not wearing the half zips like we all do when we coach. You're not seeing any of that. He's trying to change things up, trying to figure it out. He's trying to figure out different rotations. But another thing you noticed is I feel like he was playing a lot more players at the beginning of the year, and then now he's not rotating guys in as much as he did. I feel like he was only rotating two or three guys here and there. Um, when you look at the guys who got a lot of playing time, I know there was foul trouble, so he probably played some guys he didn't. So you're starting to see him finally be on his last leg with this team with the rotations, you know, off the bench. Rodgers played two minutes. Um, Warren played no minutes. Um, Melendez and Epps came in off the bench. Clark came in off the bench because Harris got into foul trouble. So he's rotating about seven, eight guys um, in and out. While you have other teams that are rotating maybe a full eight, nine. You even saw Coach Underwood go back to his ways of getting really pissed off. And I think it's because he's trying to figure out how to click with this team. Because he'll take the blame. They're going to say he's getting out coached. And maybe, I don't know, maybe that's true. But at the end of the day, I think Coach Underwood is trying to get them into positions to do things. But now they have to go do it. And leadership starts with him. I think we all understand that he's a leader, and we're not going to question that. But it's going to be a broken record with this team until something happens. There's no leadership on this team. The leadership has been the coaches. When the coaches want it more, and the coaches the coaches can't be on the floor. So when they want it more than the players, there's a big-time issue with this. There's no leadership. We don't have Trent Frazier anymore. We don't have Iodesumo anymore. We don't have Kofi Coburn. And... Being such a young team, who's going to be the person that steps up and, and to be this leader that Illinois needs them to be? Maybe he thought Mayer was going to be that, but Mayer 
kind of seems like the guy that's there to, he was coming in to try to win the Big Ten in a championship. He was just trying to figure out how to get more minutes played and be out there. Coleman Hawkins is supposed to be the leader, but there's rumblings of there are these guys, you know, shout out to Logan and Craig on their podcast that no one asked this podcast. They literally just got done with their own. They hopped on right away and did their own little show here about Illinois. And one thing they brought up I never really thought about, even though I have seen writings of it, is this maybe they don't like each other. And maybe, you know, a part of it was Coleman Hawkins is not what I tell the kids that I coach is leadership is not that person as a player yelling at that person. There's a way that they can talk to each other. A coach can get on a player. They can yell. They can say things because it's coming from the coach because there's that coach-player relationship and there's that coach-player job title. Like my job as a coach is to do, you know, ABC and then your job as a player is to do X, Y, and Z. Players, you're supposed to build each other up as the coach. We can tear it down, build it back up. You know, we can tear it down, you know, bricks and then put new bricks to build you back up. That's just the reality of being coached. So when Craig and Logan brought that up, that's going to make you think, does this team not get along? Do they not really like each other? And the more you think about it, and the more you watch, you see things where they're hooping and hollering, they're helping pick each other up. Um, so I don't know. I agree with them. Maybe they necessarily don't like each other. Um, and so when things are going wrong, you see how they they tighten up. And what I mean by this all in sports, and especially basketball, is the run that Illinois was having there where they got back in the game, they were getting up, they were doing fastback transitions, they were playing tough defense. They were running their motion stuff. Once in a while, you saw a set play. But they were doing things, and everybody was hooping and hollering. But then the moment another t- that the Northwestern punched them back in the mouth, they didn't really know what to do. And that comes back to the leadership part where maybe Colin Hawkins isn't the leader, and he's trying to force it because he's the guy on the team that has probably the quote-unquote most experience with Illinois. Now, Mayor has the way more experience but Coleman Hawkins being around Coach Underwood and being around the team, maybe he's trying to force this leadership thing out of him and he's being somebody he's not, and that doesn't bold well. So who knows what the root causes of if these guys don't like each other? I have no idea. I brought the question, could it be name, image, and likeness money? Um, Craig brought up a good point of, you know, if it was, maybe that's why, because Coleman Hawkins is getting deals around Champagne. Now, these are deals we just know about. I'm not saying there's nothing shady going on anymore. We don't know who's getting what all the time. It's not all public. Could it be stemming from that? Maybe. Um, I just personally think that we're just dealing with a very young team that we all don't understand how young they are from an age-wise, playing experience-wise, um, and having to deal with how does Coach Underwood get the best out of each one. And he's basically, it's not a rebuilding because he wants to continue to do this, this process, but I think this first part of this year and this season is a rebuild because 
we we saw him build the team up with recruiting and freshmen and getting guys in, and now he's trying to do it all over again in hopes that the talent that he has brought in is going to just pick up right where they left off. And it's not picking up right where he left off. There's a few things that are going wrong. And he's changing everything to try to see what's going to work. And, you know, I don't know exactly what you do because we're not at practice to see everything. We're not down there listening to everything. But from the outside perspective, looking in at this team, I think he, you know, something's just going to have to click with this team. They're maybe they cut back on plays and say, you know what, you're just going to run motion stuff each week. We're just going to have maybe five set plays just because they have to. They're in college. They need to figure it out. We're going to run this motion stuff and figure out how to get open shots on defense. We're going to play man up defense. We're not going to switch. We're going to continue to do this. Um, you know, I remember somebody saying, why not play a zone? I don't know if a zone's really going to help because that's going to give these freshmen, these younger guys, a way out of maybe not playing tough and moving around. And I just think when you, you know, if you're planning on playing the Big Ten, planning on trying to get the NCAA tournament, you're going to play man defense to help get that, you know, to, to, to win. I don't know if a zone's necessarily going to do that. Maybe they switch back and forth. Maybe that helps keep them on their toes to switch from a man to a zone. That's That's quite possible. I just really think that something's going on in that locker room where maybe they necessarily don't like each other. There's no leadership. It's been talked about. It's going to be talked about the rest of the year. And you know what? It's it's very similar to when you look at like an NBA or, or NFL, um, just trying to get the right mold of guys. And I'm not saying Coach Underwood didn't recruit right because, again, I'm not necessarily – you know. I put on the thing, the ticker underneath, is it time to panic? I don't think it's time to panic, but I think we could start to worry a little bit. I don't think question what Coach Underwood is doing, but I think it's time to worry um, and really kind of go and what's going on in that locker room, what goes on in practice. Um, You know, it does become a lot of one-on-one. I also think that when Illinois gets down, they're, they're locked default is to shoot threes. And again, it's like I'm watching a high school team because that's what they do. High school teams, when they get down because they watch the Warriors do it and and the NBA, they're going to shoot threes. That's just the default. They don't trust the process of, well, I'm going to go play tough defense and I'm going to come down. We're going to run through this offense. We're going to get a basket, come make another stop, get another basket. Maybe we get an and one. Maybe we get fouled. You put them in foul trouble. Like, they don't trust that. They immediately want everything back. If they're down by 8 or 10, they want this one or two possessions to be like, we're going to get everything back right now, which we all know you can't do. And that just kind of looks like Illinois tenses up, and that's exactly what happens. So with this team moving forward, it does not get any easier for Illinois whatsoever um, in their schedule. And so they don't have a lot of time to start to figure this out when they have to play at home versus Wisconsin, um, who's number 14. Then they go to Nebraska, who has been playing better, Michigan State, Minnesota. So they start really getting to the meat potatoes of the Big Ten. And so they're going to have to figure this out because right now when they get into the half court, they don't look good unless they get a spark. There was that tiny spark, and then we get the technical foul on us, and all of a sudden it just goes downhill. And so I don't necessarily know how you fix it besides the players themselves internally. Coach Underwood's going to try to fix it. But me trying to process this as a coach myself of how do you get them to get that switch flipped? 
And maybe you start sitting guys. You start getting different rotations. You say, screw it. You're not going to do it. Somebody else is going to do it. And I'm going to take the lumps with other people doing it. You know, Luke Goody coming back, maybe that provides something. But I don't know if that's going to be the necessary spark, the full spark they need to continue. Um, but we, again, we, we've seen flashes of how good they are. They've beaten Texas. Um, they beat UCLA. I mean, so, I mean, they're, they are there, the talent's there to do something. Um, but I, I think Coach Underwood, maybe I, he probably has. I'm not saying he hasn't. He probably just needs to continue to call them out and say, you guys are playing selfish. And one of the things is, I don't care if you don't like each other, but you're going to respect each other that you're out here because we all have one common goal. And if we can, you know, put aside whatever differences there may or may not be, it's possible to get this thing rolling and we can compete and, you know, maybe, you know, compete for a Big Ten. I don't know if they will, but then you can get back to the NCAA tournament. And if they continue to mold and, and grow together, they can make some noise in the NCAA tournament. But tonight, you know, it was just a tale of Illinois played good basketball for maybe seven minutes or so. They went on that run. Um, put Northwestern on its heels, and they get the technical foul, and boom. And so when some punches Illinois in the mouth, the old teams would have just punched right back. This team kind of takes a step back and says, I wonder who's going to punch them for me instead of them doing it, you know. And what I mean by them doing it is not being selfish, going one-on-one and shooting the three. It's running the offense. It's doing things to get the team back. It's, you know, building that up. And so – Coach Underwood, I think they're all going to have to do some type of soul searching from now until they have to play Northwest or uh, Wisconsin, um, and they don't have a lot of time. They got to do it tonight. They got to do it tomorrow, and they they have to figure it out. And somebody on that team is just going to have to step up, whether they have a team player only meeting and figure it out. I, I don't know. We don't we don't have all the answers. We're not there in practice to see it all. Um, they're just not meshing together, and so we'll see. But tonight, Illinois just was not there. They turned the ball over 15 times. They let Northwestern get to the line too many times. You know, Northwestern making 32, it's just it's just a lot. Um, I thought Danger played better. I wanted to give that shout-out to him. I thought he played a lot better. Some of the post moves he pulls out are fantastic. He only had the nine points, but his presence on defense is there down low. Um, he is there to get the rebounds. But he does. He did turn the ball over twice. Um, Coleman Hawkins has been inconsistent since his triple-double. He played good basketball at the end, and I don't know why it took to the end to play when he decided to hit shots. Um, he hit his two threes at the end there. He ended up having 10 points. Um, Mayer just tries to create his own shot too much, and I just don't know if that's necessarily his strength from the outside watching. Um, three of seven from three. Harris was just getting in foul trouble. Um, Shannon, I, he had nine points, um, but he ends up fouling out as well. But he did get seven assists. So it's just all over the place inconsistent. And they got to find a way to use everybody's strengths and put those together to get the win. Um, so Illinois lost 73-60 to 60 to Northwestern. Their next one is versus Northwestern, which I believe is this Saturday. Um, so they only don't have a lot of time to get it figured out. Um but that's going to wrap up this little pre uh, post game from Illinois versus Northwestern. Um, th- 
thanks to anybody that watches or listens. Like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow and rate on Apple and iTunes. It goes a long way. Follow at Coach underscore Steve72 on Twitter. Check out all the affiliates in the description below. Leave comments in the comic section. Um, all that good stuff. Um, hopefully Illinois figures it out by the time they get to Wisconsin. Hopefully that's the type of team that's going to spark us to play better. I don't know. Um, but check out all the episodes, all the good stuff. Thank you guys for watching and or listening, and we will see you guys next time.